When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Auburn fans, you're listening to the audio version of a topical video within the Auburn experience that debuted on our YouTube channel. If you're interested in watching that version or checking out all the other content we have there, visit youtube.com slash C slash E2C network for more. For now, enjoy the show as we continue to share the Auburn experience. Fall sports have begun. The semester has begun as well for Auburn University, and I know our minds shift to many things as the school begins, especially in the sports realm, Uh, but most have not gotten started yet, and there may not be a lot to be excited about unless you've been paying attention to a very specific event that has happened to literally kick off the calendar year for Auburn athletics, but more specifically, Uh, for golf in general, the sport of golf. We are very excited today to welcome to E2C Network a very special person to the Auburn family, someone who's not only a golfer, an Auburn golfer, but the women's amateur champion, Megan Scofield, has joined us here on E2C Network. Megan, thank you so much for being part of the show. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me on. We are really excited to talk to you today. It's not every day that I get to talk to someone that has been so prominent on the national stage, much less even on the college stage. Uh, This has been, I would imagine, quite a whirlwind for you over the last week or so since this great event happened of you winning the amateur championship. Yes, it has. It's been super hectic since, honestly, the second after I I won on Sunday night. I mean, I feel like my phone is nonstop. Uh, Yesterday was a little bit better, but... um, Yeah, no, super crazy with interviews, talking to people, um, didn't help the fact that we got on the red eye Sunday night either. So we flew Sunday night, got back to Atlanta Monday morning, and I had a Golf Channel interview that day. So it's just, I feel like my feet have not stopped going, but it's a good thing. I'm very thankful and very fortunate to have all these people reaching out and wanting to get to know me and ask me questions. Yeah, it has, I'm sure, been a very busy schedule for you trying to remember what you have and haven't talked about. And so hopefully today we can kind of just have you maybe a little bit more of a relaxed time here and just kind of discuss a little bit with the Auburn family what uh, happened and why this is such a significant event for you personally. But obviously, uh, with the scope of this being this podcast and this channel being about um, the Auburn experience, kind of how all that ties in uh, together with that. So I guess if we if we'd like to um, maybe break the d- down for this for me, because I think there's some people that are probably watching this, listening to this on the audio format that don't appreciate the, the game of golf as much as they should, but maybe aren't as tuned in to why this is such a significant event. Could you tell us why the women's amateur championship is this like the the biggest event for someone at your current position to win? Is, is that a fair statement? Yeah, so this this and AMWA, the Augusta National Women's Amateur Champion, these these are like the two biggest events. Like they go back and forth with being the number one event. Um, 
obviously the U.S. Women's Amateur is a super old championship, started in the late 1800s. So it's just been around. I just won the 123rd. Mm-hmm. So um, that tells you a lot. So it's one of the oldest championships. Um, and actually, the trophy that I won is one of the three original USGA trophies. Them. So it's just a really old championship, a lot of history. Um, so yeah, this is this is the one everyone wants to win. I mean, USGA is they are the they golf governing body for all golfers. So they run everything. They have a lot of money. They run great events for everyone that knows that plays amateur golf. When you go to a USGA run event, you know it's going to be good. It's going to be at a great golf course, tough golf course. Everything's just going to be first class. They have the really big like partners. Um, but no, so to win this event is like something everyone dreams of, especially in match play. Like match play is really tough because you don't know what can happen. So you start, I think they said they had, man, I wish I knew how many people try to qualify. I want to say they had like just under 2000 people try to qualify for this event. And they have some exemptions. They have probably, I would say 30 ish exemptions. I'm not sure if that number's right, but that's just a roundabout number. Um, so I got in based off world amateur golf rankings, top 25 females get in mm-hmm. to the USAM don't have to qualify. So I was fortunate not have to qualify. Um, but the field's 156 players. You play two rounds of stroke play and they cut to the top 64 players. And so then just one plays 64, two plays 63 and just so on. And so I was tied, I think six, I think I was T6 after stroke play. And they like just, I think they just start flipping coins if there's ties. And that's how you get your seed number. And I was lucky I got the sixth seed, so I stayed where I was. Um, and honestly, it's all about a good draw. Sometimes you get a really favorable draw. Right. I felt like I had a pretty good draw. There's, I, ha- I felt like I had, everyone's good at that level. And sometimes you just, you can run into someone that's playing super hot or someone that's having an off day and you can just get super hot on them too. But I mean, I didn't play too crazy of names really until, but those are the ones you gotta work, watch out for the underdogs, people that no one's really heard of. Those are the ones you're like, Oh, here we go. Like, but, um, yeah, no. So I had a pretty favorable draw and I'm getting to play Latana in the final. She's a great player. She's top 20, 25 in Wagger. So, um, yeah, no, it was, it was a long week. It's a lot of golf. That's, I think that's the hardest part about this event is just, I think I played 11 rounds from, saturday to sunday uh-huh. which is, that's a lot of golf right. that day period so um yeah it's, it's a it's a huge event yeah i can imagine um how tiring probably that was at some points uh for you um and that that, that is a lot of golf i'm not a, a avid golfer myself but i can still appreciate from my, my limited experience with the game uh how long but i'm sure fun of a weekend that is you talked about the significance of the event as a whole you're the first Auburn Tiger to win this event has has you the magnitude is clearly set in in terms of what you've accomplished as an individual winning this event but in terms of being the first Auburn person to do this has that set in for you yet I don't think so honestly I mean I always knew I like had the capability to win an Mm -hmm. event like this but it's just one of those things like you don't realize what you've done until you've done it um and Obviously, I'm so thankful for everyone in Auburn that supported me along the way and has sent me nice messages, reached out, um, helped me too. Like, 
it, it's it's a long process. This, I mean, this last four years at Auburn have been the best four years of my life, and I'm so thankful to have been a student athlete here. But yeah, it's 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 really awesome to say that I got to do this, and I I get to bring it home to Auburn and come back for one more year and get to go out on a high note. I know that's got to be extra special. And for me, as a, as a general, uh, just kind of media member and, and a fan, honestly, uh, this has been a really unique and special way to kind of kick off uh, the a- athletic and academic calendar year uh, with this, you know, extra special event that you were able to pull off as the 123rd U.S. Uh, amateur championship. You mentioned Latana Stone that you um, had to face in the final portion of the competition. Uh, she's from LSU. Uh, I believe I have that correct. Mm-hmm. Is there any LSU rivalry there, Auburn LSU stuff going on, or just a, just a general friendship? Honestly, Latana and I are really good friends, and obviously we want to beat LSU when we play with them. Like, we want to beat everyone. There's no doubt about that. But if you had to make us pick, like, we're pretty good friends with the LSU golf team. Those, okay. are, the, those are the girls, like, when we get paired with them, we get excited. Like, we really like all of those girls on that team. We have a good time when we play with them. So, yeah, definitely. It definitely is sweet to beat them, but at the same time, it's one of those things. Like, Latana is such a nice person, and I've known her for so long. It's she's put in a lot of hard work and she's deserving and her time's going to come. And it's just, I know she's bummed, but she was so happy for me. That was like the first thing she said to me after she conceded her as conceded my putt. She was like, I'm so happy for you. Like you deserve this more than anyone. And that just shows what kind of character and what kind of person she is. It's always interested to me because, you know, as fans, the tendency is there to be a lot of animosity between Auburn and and LSU or just whatever the dynamic is, but between you, the student athletes, there's always there. Yes, there's competition. Everybody's competitive. Everybody's there out to win, but there is a camaraderie. It seems like Mm -hmm. that develops between, you know, the two competitors, especially if you see each other as often as you might see them out there uh, in terms of the Auburn LSU dynamics. So that's great to hear. And you guys had a great uh, competition out there. We mentioned first Auburn player uh, to uh, be able to accomplish this here. Um, for for the Auburn Tigers, but obviously there's been someone else previously that has accomplished something close to that. Maria Martinez was the runner-up in 2005. Obviously very much etched in the history uh, of this event, obviously, but then how it relates back to Auburn as well. Uh, Very, very, very cool there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Was there ever a moment during this entire portion of competition where you finally said to yourself, I think I can win this thing? I know that's a big, broad question and lots of golf, as you brought up. But can you think back to a moment at all where you're like, I think I can win this thing? Yeah, so um, I would say probably after the quarterfinal match, Mm -hmm. I played Anna Davis and was able to come out victorious on her. I won two and one and made 10 foot putt on 17 to close out the match. And I felt like when I did that, I was like, okay, like I really can do this. Like she, she was a really tough match to play. She's a great player. She's top five player in Wagger. 
Mm-hmm. And um, so she missed one shot. I mean, we both played nearly flawless golf. I would say that was my best round of the week by far, like not even close. And um, so we both played really well. And just to see a putt go in when I needed it on the 17th hole, I was like, okay, like I really feel like this is going to be my week and this is the time I can do it. And, but um, for me, I, I feel like something like when I'm, I'm playing good golf, I really stay in the present and try not to get ahead of myself. And I think sometimes when you're so focused on winning, that's kind of when you right. can lose sight of what's important at the time. You know, obviously winning is the ultimate goal for every athlete, but I think for me personally, at least I, that's not when I play my best is if mm-hmm. I'm focused on winning, I just need to stay in the present, focus on the shot at hand. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously you can get a little bit too ahead of yourself and yes. and before you know it, it becomes a snowball effect there. Yeah, exactly. On that note, I'll ask you the flip side of that. Was there a moment where you kind of said, Oh, I'm, I'm lo- maybe not losing control of the situation, but maybe you felt a little bit less confident. Is does anything like that come to mind or was it pretty even killed most of the yeah, time? Yeah, uh, for sure. So in the round of 32, I played a Kelly Zhu from Stanford and she's mm-hmm. a really good player and she had played behind me the previous day. So I'd kind of get, got to see a little bit of her match and I saw that they were making birdies. So I was like, okay, but, and I, I was up big in my round of 64 match. So I was like, okay, whoever I play, like I'm going to have to play pretty well. Well, we come out and I think I was three down through four, which is not the way you want to start. And I just looked at my caddy, CJ. I was like, I just want to go home at this point. Like I'm playing so terrible. Like I just want to go home. And he was like, no, he's like, you're fine. He was like, if you just put win one hole, he was like, I think it'll rout out of her. And I was like, okay, why well, win? My fifth hole, she three putt bogeys, I two putt par. Then I proceed to win the next, I won three holes in a row. Then we, then I lost the eighth hole. Then I won the ninth. And after that, that's kind of when everything, she missed a short putt for birdie on 10. I made a great putt for par. And after that, that's just, it kind of was over at that point. I think I won another two holes in a row. And I think I, I won that match three and two. And after I won that, I was like, okay, that was, that was a tough match to flip. And I, I don't think I really trailed more than one down ever after that point. Mm-hmm. That was the match I was down the most in. And luckily it was early. So I was able to flip it and put it in my favor. Yeah. Obviously the great ones can take those bits of adversity and uh, turn them into a little bit of magic. And clearly you did that uh, this week now as the champion of the women's amateur. I kind of want to bring it um, back to the Auburn side of things a little bit here. Let's let's talk about the rolling of Tumor's Corner and the celebration that ensued Sunday evening. One of my greatest regrets is that I don't live in Auburn right now and I can't go to moments like this. I mean, you know, we have fans and other people that laugh at us for our tradition of rolling Tumor's Corner for literally everything it feels like. But as you have been made well aware of, I've even heard you talk about it on some other interviews of the Tumor's Oaks being officially opened for this year. As far as I can tell, Megan, you are the first official rolling since it has been opened. I'm sure someone threw some toilet paper up there the minute it was announced they're back opening. But in terms of like an athletic celebration, you are it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think anybody can refute me on that. As, how does that feel? It's super cool. I know. I, I didn't even really think about that until someone told me. Um, yeah, so Sunday they, they FaceTimed me and they were there and they're like, we're rolling tumors. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. Um but yeah, no, it's super cool. Um, obviously, I've, I've rolled tumors. We rolled tumors one other time. Mm-hmm. And when we won SECs in yep. 2021, 
So that was a really neat experience. Um, I've rolled too much for football games, but never for like our accomplishments or your own accomplishments. Um, so I thought that was super cool to do that in 2021. And then to see them doing that, obviously I wish I was there to celebrate with them that night, but um, yeah, no, it was super, it was really nice. It was really sweet. Um, Cause it was late too. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it, I mean, obviously West coast to central time, but um, yeah, it's, it's a really cool moment. It's something I'll cherish forever. I'll always remember that they did that. And I was the first one since the trees have reopened. Yeah. And to think about that now, this is just where my mind goes with these things. You're like forever the best Auburn trivia ever. Who was the first one ever to be <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the new That's Oaks true. to be rolled. True. So I'm going to like wait about five years <laughs> and then I'm going to bust that out on somebody to see if they're actually an Auburn fan and figure this out. I'm be like, well, it was Megan. You got to know about <laughs> these things out there. So I, I just thought that was really cool. It's one thing and it's special to experience it as a fan or celebrating something else there. But when you are the one being celebrated, obviously that's, been something that's been very accomplished by very few and you're now one of those to round out our time i'd like to maybe just ask you about your future a little bit you're obviously a fifth year here at auburn going to play out uh this last year here uh what are you most excited about what are you anticipating and does let's just start with that what, what's yes. this next year look for like for you yeah so this next year is probably gonna be a little hectic just because of obviously winning um so I'm excited to start back up with college golf. Um, I love being able to practice with my team, go do fun things with them. I think that's I, – I love college golf, and that was the thing for me when I decided to come back. I was like, I, I love college golf. Professional golf will always be there. But, like, these years are so short in Auburn. Like, it flies by. And so it was just – it was a no-brainer for me to come back. And um, so we, we start out the season in about a month. So I'll, I'll get to play three events and then I, I will unfortunately miss the last event because I'm going to play in the world amateur championship, mm-hmm. um, in Abu Dhabi. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Not what you're expecting me to say. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'll, I'll go to that. And then I'm not, sh- the spring will be kind of busy. I think I have one, I can get into one of the professional events mm-hmm. in the spring. I don't know if I'll play it just because of our schedule and, Obviously, the big tournaments like SECs, right? Postseason, I, I I won't miss those. Um, yeah. So I have to see what the schedule, how it all aligns. But um, yeah, no. And then I'm gonna stay in amateur the whole summer because I get okay. into three of the majors in the summer, and only one of them I can play as a professional. So I'll just stay amateur, playing all those, and it'll it'll be really good experience and practice for me to play mm-hmm. um, some professional events, just because my plan is to turn pro in the fall of 2024 and. So I can kind of see what I need to do better, what's what I do that's already good enough, you know, and just see where I stack against the great players on the LPGA. Yeah. Sounds like you've got a lot to to look forward to. Yeah. Collegiate wise, professionally as well, or in an amateur sense too. Um, and I can only imagine how special this year has already started off for you, winning this very incredible event being the first Auburn person uh, to do that, be part of Auburn trivia, as I've pointed out. <laughs> I mean, it just, I don't know how you start off any higher to, for a, you know, an athletic calendar year than doing this right here. I mean, the bar has been set so high. I don't think the football team, I don't think the track and field <laughs> team, I don't think they're like, God, why does she have to make it so hard on us? She's just <laughs> come out of nowhere and done this. Yeah. For us. Uh, obviously we're, we're very proud of you, uh, you know, just as fans, but obviously I'm sure the 
colleagues that you have within the sport, your teammates are super proud as well. Um, last question after, um, this year, you said you're going to stay amateur for a little bit. I'm, I'm assuming turning pro would be in your future as well. And, and moving on with that. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 I'll, t- I'll go to Q school, um, the fall of 2024 and see how that goes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, big plans for you this year in the future. And obviously we're super excited to watch you personally, but the team this year, as you begin competition very, very soon. And uh, we very much appreciate you spending some time with us just to talk about this incredible win. U.S. Amateur Champion Megan Scofield joining us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me on. War Eagle. War Eagle.